by what I say, but not how you interpret it. When you finally fall on your feet, people will still try to bring you down. I save my best pot stirring for the kitchen. I've turned each painful ending into a big, beautiful beginning. If you're offended by what I say, imagine what I'm thinking. When you're named after the hottest planet, things are sure to get fiery. I always follow my intuition and let the angels do the rest. Welcome to the Unreal Housewives podcast with Nick and Malk. And I am Malk. And if you guessed that Nick isn't here, you're correct. Mm. She's in Russia. What? Of all of the places. I know. That other voice you're hearing, that's our wonderful, wonderful friend that lives in the London. Mm. It's Alicia Maddock. Oh, thanks for having me, Malk. Thank you. And Russia, what is she doing? Is she is it well, as is she a- on some sort of Trump investigation? What's happening? I hope so. I hope that she's deep, deep in Putin. Uh, But I believe the actual reason is because her younger sister is undergoing some radical therapy uh, for multiple sclerosis that involves having your bones taken out and put back in after they get irradiated or something. That sounds very intense, but we wish her well. We wish her well. Yeah. And look, I saw her. She's alive. So, you know, going well so far. All right. And also, if she. But that's enough of an update on this. If she could also bring down the Trump government while we're talking about it, that would be really handy. Oh, please, can she? I mean, that would be marvelous. Check it every day. Can't take much. Now, Alicia, how is life in Bride Chiller Land? Yeah, it's good. It's very busy. We've. um, So, Mm -hmm. I I host a wedding planning podcast. It's bullshit free called Bride Chiller. And um, Mm -hmm. I have just finished writing two books because one is not enough. What? I know. We did a wedding planning guide, like I, we is in me. My, I say we because it makes me sound mm. like I have a lot of support. My husband supports me a lot. Um, but I, yeah, Everyone had Bride Chiller Inc. Inc., which is just Rich and I. Um, but I wrote this sort of wedding planning book and then my listeners are like, we'd really like a planner to go with it. So then I thought, mm. I'll whip up a planner, which took about five months. So um, we've sent it off to the printers and released it from our brains, but it's been a, a full-on 2017. So I'm happy to be in two. 2018, where now I can just hopefully sell the book. That's well. What what a great night <laughs> for us to be talking about all things oh. episode five. Because goodness gracious me, there were some bombshells, bombshells. in tonight's episode. And you know, I learned so many entrepreneurial oh. things from these women. As a mm. business owner, I think, oh, this is where I get all my knowledge from, which is possibly mm. very scary. An intervention is required. Oh, my God. Uh, so. It was a pretty crazy episode. As we expected, mm-hmm. Photogate came to a head and then kind of petered out. Yeah. But a couple of things filled the void pretty quickly. They move on. They move on and replace. Oh, they, they certainly do. Now, for those that are playing at home and Alicia, I'm sure you haven't had the chance to catch up, uh, the, the the new housewives that we've got this year- yes. Sally Bloomfield, who we get to see Sally come into her, home, her own again this episode. She's remarkable. Yep. Uh, and a lady called Venus Bebahani-Clark. Oh, you said it. Who, uh, I've said that actually her real name is Vanessa. So I don't refer to her as Venus at all. <laughs> uh, her name is Vanessa, and that's the only way we refer to her on the podcast. No, no, Ness. That's what we, yeah, fine. I'm fine with that. Mm. I don't need to ever refer Ness, to Ness, 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 Nessies. Mm. Toads. Now, in the, we, I love the recaps, and this is what I'm loving about this season of uh, the Real Housewives of Melbourne is that the stuff previously on the Real Housewives of yeah. Melbourne they're giving us just it's all it's all steak. 
It's all juicy bits of stuff. So we got the car counselling with Vanessa and her sister Rebecca. That means there's something coming up. We've got truffle hunting on the dark side and Photogate blown wide open with that marvellous quote from uh, the marvellous shining it on Jackie. The fuck? The fuck? Oh, Yeah, that's when she saw those photos, apart from going, I look amazing, what is this? (laughs) This So good. Um, I also now as an ex, yes. No, no, no. I, I was just going to say uh, it, it's great to see that the season, as you said, the stake coming in at the early at the early time. It's mm. great to see they've got something to talk about five episodes in because sometimes can be a little slow, but they've really just hit the ground running this year. I'm, they sure I'm have. Delighted. You're right. No, we have had seasons in the past where an entire episode has just ended up being like, let's just drive the narrative along so that something can happen next time. Yes. So this this year they're like. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Oh, boy. Now, as a a lady Mm. who used to live in Melbourne town, that opening little multi-shot thing where they're jumping around, there's trams, there's like – Linda Street Station. Melbourne is looking amazing. You know what? I it's I, so we've been gone. We've just hit our four year mark, and hopefully we'll return to the mm. motherland for a permanent uh, basis this year. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Let's see. We say that every year. Don't get too excited, but I'm excited. I miss the sun and happy people. Um, but every time I see those lovely shots, I have to pause and then Google restaurants because they're always in new restaurants that I've never heard of. <laughs> I'm like, what is that place? I don't know that. Yes. Stokehouse, what? Well, I know. Well, they've rebuilt it, haven't they? But it's all very nice. And I I do get jealous and think of what a lovely place Melbourne is, not to get to tourism Melbourne, but gee whiz, they Mm. sell it well. They really do. I want to see them on more trams, but, you know, it's never happening. No, well, that, that's exactly right. And and I think that they've just managed to bring in all of the best bits of Melbourne to make it look pretty. Mm. There is not a rainy cloud in sight. There's not a windy afternoon. Oh. It is all bright, shiny, sunny Melbourne. Shine, shine, shine. Oh, can we? Now, we have to race over to Vanessa's house to start with because this is where we find that Rebecca oh. has come to Vanessa, her older sister, mm. her confidant, mm. for coffee and chocolate mm. because the whole uh, issue mm. with her boyfriend – that was, uh, you know, we're not really sure. We haven't spoken, blah, blah, blah. It's gone. They've broken up. Now, have we? They've totally broken up now. We have to tell Dad. Well, tell me, do we have, have we ever, I don't know if I've blacked out, have we ever seen mm. the boyfriend? Have we met him? No. So he's, no, and this is the controversy. Mm, I feel, because I feel like I couldn't connect to this because I needed a face to not like or see. So I, 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 mm. I was like, where's this guy? Did he ever exist? Or were we just speaking in a car park, in a parked car that she'll never own about a guy that didn't exist? Mm. I'm just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. Yeah. And, and a fair question. But this is this bleeds into the very vague way that Rebecca is talking about this now former relationship mm. suggests to me that the breakup is over a cheating scandal. It's not as all easy sailing, calm, and everyone's okay. And we've just moved on with our lives as, as is suggesting. Yes. I think there's some big something has gone on and we just need to keep it nice and light and fluffy for the cameras. So you think it's very deep and dark. But they've said, let's not mm, mention. Nothing has been said. Let's not mention the seediness. It's all complete allegations <laughs> oh. <laughs> because can't prove any of it. So I'm saying that hypothetically they've broken up because somebody cheated on somebody. Good. I like your I like your detective work. I'd like you to delve a little deeper and maybe do some social mm. stalking and see what else you can find out. And I'd like a photograph of this man. Not to delve into their personal lives, but they are on a reality TV show and I want to see him. Yeah. It can't be hard to find. I mean, they're all Insta whores, so it's pretty straight up. Um, Now, the biggest concern 
for uh, Vanessa for some reason is that dad's going to be upset. Now, mm. why? I, I, I found this all very strange because, I mean, I have cancelled a wedding in the past, Steve. Mm. I've been through this. And um, mm. I wasn't friends with Gina at the time, so I couldn't invite her to my <laughs> sister's home <laughs> to announce that to my father. But, I mean, if I was, I, she would have been there, absolutely. I mean, mm, I, th- I know that we're watching a TV show. I know that things are constructed, but I, cr- I had to pause and my husband, Rich, was sitting off to the side on his laptop as he does when I'm watching things that he's not interested in. I had to go, I just want to discuss this because it feels a little weird. <laughs> Why is she there? And we put a bit of a morning tea on and then dad comes in in his leather jacket, bless him, and he's like, well, mm. I-, I genuinely don't think they'd worded him up on what the hell was going on because he looked a little no. bit shell-shocked. Poor Moji, Moji. And yes. I I just, I don't know about this. I feel like we were clutching a little bit. He definitely wasn't ready for Gina. That is guaranteed. <laughs> Because um, I think he it was used to seeing Vanessa and Rebecca in you know their sort of normal their outfits, homes, yes. And there's Gina with like her hair that has a whole postcode to itself, <laughs> um, like that's just something. It, it's a surprise. You would be shocked in most cases, and I think that Moji's response in the first instance was that he just hadn't got a grasp on the situation because Gina had distracted him with everything, with glitter, basically tan. Oh. Her awesomeness, but also just going. I, I mean, I don't even know if he knew there'd be cameras there. Oh, he just looked a little bit out of sorts. <laughs> the, look, there's a couple of things. Now, Gina did drop probably the best joke I've heard on the the franchise this season. Mm. Uh, the men are like tiles gag. I'd oh. never heard it before. Yeah, look, it's a, tickled my fancy. It's, it's a good one, and she had it ready. I mean, that's, mm. she's she's prepared. She's a professional. Bam, she's out of there. It's good. And that's what, you know, yes. and, and like uh, Vanessa said, you know, she's just good for the lighthearted stuff as well as just mm. bringing her in for major yes. family announcements. That's <laughs> we'd like to have Gina there to just smooth things over and turn turn situations that might be going a little bit grim into things that are a little bit happy and fun. And that's not the reason I'd have Gina anywhere. No, uh, well, I agree. Um, normally, it would be the other way around. This could be a good business. I mean, she's into the side hustle. She's got a lot of things going on. But I reckon this could be something she could explore further to go and say, if you've got a, an announcement to make to a family member, a friend, if you're breaking up with someone, mm. I'll pop in and distract them. Yes, and- what a public service. Taking a couple of fun lines and uh, no one will know any different. Now, I do – I need to get your professional advice yes, on this, Alicia. Please. In a scenario where you have to tell your father that uh, you've, you've broken up with your fiancé, the wedding's off, and the very uh, expensive uh, deposit that he's allegedly paid for the reception venue may or may not be able to be gotten back, um, would you do that standing at the kitchen bench or sitting down. Well, look, I mean, I feel like they've tried to keep it cash and mm-hmm. I feel like potentially it's a sit down on a couch situation. Let's all just get a little relaxed. But maybe they just wanted to hit mm-hmm. him and get to the, get to the point so Gina could get that joke out. We could all be comfortable. And uh, there was no hugging or anything. I noticed there was no sort of like, uh, you know, it was all it was all a little, it was all a bit weird. But that's what we expect from mm-hmm. Vanessa and co, I suppose now. Yes. Now, thankfully, Moji did sort of come through and, and he was absolutely good concerned with his daughter. Yeah. 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 Uh, he is upset as well, but it's upset for his daughter and he loves her. He reaffirms her. It's all very lovely. And Gina's still standing there. <laughs> but then he did say, oh, he made a comment like, you're like a daughter to me or something. I'm like, I don't know if you've ever met 
I don't know what's happening here. Mm. Little weird. No, I'm. It's very weird. Almost as weird as uh, last week with the guy at uh, the markets playing penis with the uh, zucchinis and pumpkins. How good was that? I need to clear, 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 clear. There's so much, (laughs) so much phallicness happening here. The best way to deal with that is let's go to the Garden State Hotel because. Jackie and Sally and Rochi, it turns she's, out, are going to catch up. She's really pushing the Rochi this season. I just don't mm. I don't see her as a Rochi. And I think actually, you know, I forget sometimes as an Aussie living overseas, you forget how much we like to shorten names and bogan it up in any possibility. <laughs> yes. But I don't know if like Rochi screaming that across a quite a nice, elegant-looking locale is necessarily lifting her status in society. Just saying. Rochi. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a great fit with her Shine It Up conference oh, that we'll talk about God. a little so bit excited. later with this episode. I'm excited. Now, the, the thing that I love about this is the last time that Janet was called Rochi oh, was back in the 50s, <laughs> um, the 1750s. Um, this woman oh. hasn't been called Rochi beyond, but like since. So much. Uh, it's very crazy. But Sally has to report back on the truffle hunt with the dark side. I am loving. There's some really juicy detail in the hero interviews too, Alicia, yeah. uh, because we get the the, the incredible uh, bit of knowledge that I don't think anyone had worked out before this from Janet. Not that I like to gossip, but, but I really I like to gossip. Like to gossip, little twinkle. Mm. She she went for it. Sally, yes, well, Sally was quite quick to just. I mean, I like. It's a, it's a classic sort of housewives playbook where they sort of say, yes. I will completely go and burn you all, but I'll be fun and I'll mm-hmm. admit it in front of you so it's not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't – look, that, that has been my one real issue with the entire franchise full mm. stop. I don't understand how when you do something poor, act in a, a bad yes. way, uh, talk behind someone else's yes. back, that's then considered socially okay to stand in front of them and other people – and say, oh, you know, I said that you were a horrible witch queen. Yeah. What of it? Ha, 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 we're all friends here. It's just not something I would do in real life, but maybe that's in their world. It's okay. And I don't know. Uh, see, I'm a grudge, not a grudge holder, but I remember things. <laughs> yes. I remember. And uh, if anyone said half the shit that they say about me, well, maybe they do, and I don't know. But they don't come up and say to me, Alicia, by the way, I said all this shit about you. But it's okay because mm. I just said in front of your face. <gasps> oh, I'm stressed. I'm yeah, stressed. I think at that point that's where we see the knife come out and somebody gets shivved. Yeah, um, yeah and I had spend the rest of the time in housewives jail. Mm. Well, which not unreasonable. I think that's totally yeah. fair. Um, we do get the great fill-in on the truffling, yes. how all of that went from Sally. She lets us know that uh, Vanessa – Uh, She dumps her right in it, admitting to the fact that there are photos, Mm. but that they asked the wrong question. How pedantic is this woman? Um, But it's only five photos. You know, Vanessa's told Sally that it was only five photos. It wasn't very many. It's not a big deal. As it turns out, then uh, Janet, of course, Rochi, shows the photos that she was given by some guy called Sam. Uh, Sam? Whoever the guy was, in Sam's house. God, so complicated. That's right. That's where I'm. Oh, but, but and it's people in houses, and and Sally's upset. She's going to absolutely line this woman up and have a go. Mm. And she gets to report back on Lydia's crybaby rant uh, about the breaking up of Janet and Jackie. Uh, what I love during this whole segment, where she's telling them about Lydia, is that Janet and Jackie are like two little puppies. Oh God, just leaning in, staring at her. The gentle lean in, and then the full lean in. Like you couldn't get them any more involved in this conversation. 
And then they turn to face each other and everything is perfect. <laughs> it was very well choreographed and I appreciate uh, the effort put in by those two. I just, the photo thing, I wanted so much more from this, but part of me doesn't give a shit. Mm. Well, yeah, th- this is the thing. Photogate has been building up for a couple of episodes and we're wanting it to be so much more. Here's a little bit more fuel for the fire. Yes. Uh, we'll talk in a second about how that played mm. out. Uh, but the Lydia thing has really just come from this simmering undercurrent to just race to the top of the charts as far as uh, our conflict meter mm. goes because straight away Jackie in her hero interview, she's like, I don't have time for this nonsense. That woman, meaning Lydia, is never going to have the ability to cause a rift between Janet and I. Uh, go get a job, Lydia. Oh, so the quote was, yep, get a job and be productive in society. Now, I had to write that in my special notepad because I was just thinking of anyone, of anyone uh, to say, get a job and be more productive in society. I just don't know if this is the right audience to be projecting (laughs) that onto. I don't look. Jackie's very busy. Oh, she's no. got a, a tequila brand. Yeah. She's got a happening? conference. That's still happening. The tequila because she kept going. Oh my god, my new business. And I'm like, what happened to tequila? You got to focus on one thing. One thing. Get it. Can we even remember what the name is? The mascara. Oh, La mascara. How do I know that. That's that was a portion of my brain that should have been mm. some other bit of important information, but it should have been stored in there. But instead, La Mascara. Yeah, I pushed out my kids' birthdays yeah, for that. It. You don't know. What are their names? Who cares anymore? You know about La Mascara. Yeah. Um, it just, I just don't know if these people are built for business advice. And, yeah, they've been semi-successful in some parts of their lives, maybe <laughs> business, but I just don't know about getting a job and be productive in society. Well, the only one that we know yes. that's really successful in business is Sally because she's been with us four episodes and has had to live pre-Housewives in, you know, doing the job thing and having stuff and looking after her family, particularly as her husband went through some pretty horrific cancer mm. stuff and passed away. Mm. We get to meet him later. Uh, but there's a launch coming up. She is launching her accessories range, Bloomfield and Weber, with her business partner. Everybody's invited. It's goodies bags for everyone. That's enough to get Jackie there. It's going to be a hell of a party. Yeah, they're excited. They heard goodie bags and they're like, mm. book me a ticket. I'm ready to come. Let's go. Jan- oh, Janet unloads on Lydia straight after that. Just She's ready to – and I love that Janet has gone full bogus. She's not holding back. It is a swear fest when it comes to uh, to Lydia from Rochi. Uh-huh. Uh, and, of course, Jackie is just straight into it. She wants to give Sally a reading. Ian is all around her. Um, we need to talk about this. This has to happen. Now, I- Can it please happen? Yes. Again – Husband in the background, Rich, said, now we're not believers Mm. in the psychic realm. I think we talked about this last time Mm. and I have had a a, a, – Jackie had tried to give me a reading and I sort of said no thank you, respectfully, uh, when I met her years ago and uh, whatever. But Richard said, if you just died and she said that to me, I would want to punch her in the face because I found that quite offensive. (laughs) Now, not about violence against women, anyone is saying. Mm. I think he was just quite reactive in saying – it's quite fresh. This is not a husband that's died 10 years ago. This is a husband who has passed away six months ago. Mm. It's a iffy situation because some people would go absolutely not and there are house, you know, Gina doesn't like, uh, she said no thanks and mm. Vanessa I think didn't believe in it either. But it's hard, isn't it? Because you go, it's, it's a very personal situation and you've got to be ready for someone to say, back off, he just died. Yeah, and and I'm with you. I'm of the opinion that it's uh, look, it's certainly a thing, but I'm not sure it's a thing that we need to get too connected with. Mm. 
Um, there are people that are can, that that like it and hold a lot of uh, credence in it, and obviously Jackie is well connected to it. And it seems so is Sally. She's very keen well, on it. Was, so I guess yeah. she has no choice. All's well that ends well to that end. <laughs> Um, but could you imagine what would it have been if exactly like Richard had said, oh, we need to do a reading, and she goes, no. Absolutely not. Uh, but, you yeah, know, I'm barely getting through the day the way things are. I'm surprised. Look, and can we just say, how, I don't know how the producers, and, I, you know, as a daytime TV producer, I don't do daytime TV. In my day job, I'm a TV producer. And mm-hmm. I was thinking a little bit about I'm morbidly fascinated how they approached Sally or whether she'd been approached while he was sick because they would be working with people all the time, months and months and months yes. in advance. So pretty bold move to jump into a, a you know reality TV show after this trauma that's happened in your life. And I think she's doing a freaking amazing job of being – Yes. amazing person, no matter what she's going home and feeling. Uh, very entertaining, but I've always got that little feeling going, oh, just be kind to this woman. She's been through a lot, but she's got great hair. Yes, and the good news is that, oh, fierce hair, oh. Uh, very strong. She's one of the three housewives that Nick and I got to interview uh, before the season kicked off, uh, and she did tease very well some of the stuff that comes up and that she hangs back and then comes into her good own, and we saw some of that tonight. Yeah, yeah, oh, she's all classes, Sally Bloomfield. Um, <laughs> but, but before there is time to get into the Jackie and Sally yeah. show, we need to go to Maya, and uh, as in M-A-I-A. Right. And see Jackie and Ben checking out the space for her shine it up Give event. Give me strength. She's going to be a motivational speaker right up the pitch. Does this feel a little bit like a pyramid scheme? I just don't quite know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's it has the feeling of Ponzi about yeah. it. There is no question. I want to I, um, I want to know more, but I want to know less. If that makes any sense. <laughs> Look, it's kind of crazy. I love that, like, Ben, super supportive husband, he is right there. He said it's just Jackie in a confetti cannon just spewed all over everybody and everyone's going to love it. And he's right. The people that are going to turn up are very pro Jackie. They're ready for all of the Jackie that they can get. Um, I was a little bit concerned when the event managers started using the word envisioning a little bit too much. There's a lot of visioning. Um, No, you guys. They're meant to know. They're not meant to just envision. They're meant to say the stage will be here. Yeah, they were a little vague. I don't know where those girls came from. Good on them. I mean, I look, I love Ben. The producers. The producers. Yes. I love Ben and I would watch the Ben show, Foxtel. Let's go for it. Mm. Um, uh, Probably, it probably would be too much after a couple of episodes, to be honest. But his enthusiasm (laughs) and support for her projects we don't hear her talking about his drumming as much. I would like to hear more about his music. Yes. Uh, she's not doesn't seem to be as gung ho for his stuff, but I do respect uh, even with the booty shaking and the blindfold mm-hmm. hugging. Can't the DJ? Yeah, what was going on there? I don't know. Um, uh, look, obviously we're building up to see this great event, and oh, uh, uh, gosh, if anyone listening has been to this event. I just want. We want to know. Oh, so desperately want to know. And how much did you pay for it? And did you have to sign up for something at the end? Because I feel like there's something. Did, yes. Is it timeshare? Did you shake your booty? Yeah. Was there pant wetting and squirting like Ben suggested? That was too much. Because women were excited. Too much. <laughs> there's a whole bunch going on. I do love that uh, that Jackie just speaks out to the universe that you know she's going to be on Ellen one day, and uh, Sally is who Sally turns up as well just to give her two cents, and that's great. Uh, Ben, not buying it. 
he is not. He, that's not a thing as far as he's yeah, concerned. He, Why would Ellen want he, you? That's he didn't not go for it. And I was like, okay, well, you know, you need a partner to ground you a little bit and good on him. Good on him. Mm. Look, there's some things that we should be concerned about. Uh, the, uh, the the possible sexual assaults that were called the hug section um, <laughs> where you get blindfolded and just people walk up and no. hug you uh, and feel you in places that you probably haven't been touched in a while. It's, it's um, such a big fat no from me, Mock. I don't want people I know mm. coming up and hugging me and touching me, let alone a stranger. <laughs> oh, God, oh, what a cold bitch I am. I just... There must have been disclaimer signs, sure. Oh, yuck. It's like the – I mean, I get it, but oh, no, yuck. It sounds It sounds like, you know, the party that you got invited to you, that you thought would be fun and then all of a sudden they're collecting your keys in a bowl. Oh, or it's a cult. Mm. Either or. A sex – I think I'd rather go to the sex thing than the cult thing, to be honest. Yeah. Or you're just there with your girlfriend. She's dressed up as um, uh, the girl from Suicide Squad. You're the Joker. She's go- You're going down on her and the cops bust in and shoot her in the yeah, leg. It's over. Forget it. Yeah, which is a thing that actually happened in Melbourne. Wow. Why Why have I not? Yeah, I need to go right. back and Google that in a little while. That'll give me something to do. Um, it, it just went to court, uh, I think, a month ago oh or so ago. Uh, but the police bar- barged into some... Uh, consenting adult sexual club thing Mm. where they were concerned or there'd been reports of someone walking around with a gun. Now that gun was very clearly a plastic toy um, and no one could have, you know, picked it for anything else. The cops have come in, uh, dare I say it, all guns blazing, uh, saw a man, what they perceived to be uh, assaulting a woman uh, and uh, opened fire after some shouted, stop, you know, put your hands where I can see Mm. them. His hands were pretty busy. Uh, And yeah, uh, and now they're, they're suffering from understandable sort of stress and trauma and all sorts of things because, you know, she was about to orgasm and got shot. Oh, gosh, she missed the mark and got shot. Mm. How disappointing. I know. Disappointing. It can never happen no, again. forget it. The thing that it is amazing about um, this uh, Shine It Up conference is that uh, in their little dry run through, like impressors, yeah. um, Jackie is just, no, I'm just going to leave it to the angels. I'm just, no, who scripts these things? Just let it happen. I do that with all my stand-up shows. I'm just like, you know what? I could do mm-hmm. an extra couple of hours of prep, but no, nah, just the angels will tell no. me all day. Totally overrated. I mean, goodness gracious, who wants to do that? <laughs> that made me nervous um, as, a, as a performer. I felt <laughs> nervous. And also- I got anxious. I, yeah, and I think as an investor in this pyramid scheme, I just feel like I just want to see some more preparation. There's a mm. lot of booty shaking, weird hugging, DJ. Yes. Where's the where's the meat and potatoes of this conference or whatever the frigging yeah. is? We need to have a board meeting before this even oh, gets a step further. Please, please. Need some buy-in. We may as well go and get a fake tan because Gina oh loves fake tan, did you know? Yes. Yeah, so what's the – can we just remember before we go to the tan – we're going to the tan, mm-hmm. the host. She loves it so much, but she's got to jump into the host. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about, yeah. the host? Oh. No, yeah. The, is, are we talking about the host in fake yeah. tan land or the host Jackie? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my transition. It was a <laughs> shitty transition. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, now, the thing that I enjoy about yes. it, and this – is the thing that always concerns me, particularly around our Southern Hemisphere housewives, is these producer-confected segments that are nothing. We haven't heard that Gina is creating a line of fake tan, yet here we are with Gina testing her line of fake tan, and she's not testing it on normal humans. She's going (laughs) to test it on two of her friends, Lydia and Janet. Rochi. Rochi. Um, And 
when I look, I, I look at it and go, well, fine, okay, she's going to test it. But why is Janet there? The only reason Janet is there is because clearly Gina is a stirrer yep. and she wants Lydia to talk to Janet about all of the, oh, blah, 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 blah. Jackie's upset me and now I'm really upset and you just need to sh- blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think this is a very this is a very nicely constructed moment of uh, let's just see if we can just carry this shit stirring on a little bit further. And mm-hmm. I just want to say, ladies, if you're going to go and test a fake tan, mm-hmm. the clothes that they wore, uh, not my choice of clothes. Ew. Not my choice of clothes. No, like uh, uh, Rochi, to her credit, has turned up in some clothes. Yep. And said, "I've brought my my robe. Right. I'm ready to go. The whole and I haven't, you know, been tanned. I haven't got any makeup on. Yep. In fact, quote, I look like a fucking leopard. I'm spotty everywhere." Yeah. Says Janet. Yeah. I, I mean, I felt I, I felt that I was a lot more on Team Janet for this one in the sense that the pink, the pale pink uh, Lydia outfit just made me. It just g- gave me a little bit of the. Oh, who's going to wash this later? Andrew's going to have to be out <sighs> with the preen. He's going to yes. be doing some spraying. In between sausage rolls, oh what's God, he going to do? Sausage rolls. Uh, yeah, look, it's worrying. So, um, you know, I just, I'm a little bit worried that Gina's going hell for leather with these products. There's a lot coming mm. out. Good on her for taking advantage of the, you know, filling the room. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I suppose it's appropriate. She wears a lot of tan. Now, I do need to get some advice yeah. from uh, someone with ovaries, and you fit that Correct. bill, Alicia Maddock. Thank you. Um, is this really how women do spray tents together? Do they just stand near their friend who is in the tent in the paper G-string getting sprayed while they're fully clothed, having champagne, <laughs> laughing about everything? Like, is this why ladies go to the bathroom together? I have never been spray tanned in a room with other people. And normally you just go I've, – I've had th- literally three spray tans in my whole life. And mm. it's usually just you go into a little boothy area – and get it yes. done. I've never been spray tan with witnesses. So, <laughs> and also in a, like a hotel environment. I don't know where they were. Yes. Um, I know that the booth, the spray little pop-up tent is a thing that you can have people come to your home and do it. Mm. But I just, this is not a normal thing to do. This is not normal. Oh, I don't understand why this whole segment existed other than for <laughs> Gina and particularly Lydia to be bitchy because that's all it was. Though... I mean, Janet didn't hold back either. She did say that uh, um, she recommends a tan for Lydia, a, a fake tan for Lydia, because it'll slim her down. Yeah. It'll draw people's eyes away. There's a, there's um, a lot of body yeah. shaming this season, and I'm not into it. I'm not into it. Mm, I feel like they yes. should all just oh. back off each other's body shaming. It's not working for me. Well, they're just – I think it's – they're grasping at straws really when, they're, when they're in that situation. When you're diving in on what people look like, it's because you have nothing else to have a swing at them about. Yes, um, low blows, low blows. It's just, it's really it's just appalling. And but then, sort of as Janet's standing there resuming the champagne position in her uh, little ensemble to allow the tan to stick, <laughs> she talks about going and having the shower to wash the host off. And Gina has no idea. How is that a thing? I have never heard of. I mean, I know. So you know, for those who have never spray tanned or fake tanned, well mm. done to you, by the way. Uh, 
But it is true that you get the, the tan on and it looks really dark and then you wash yes. and then the initial residue washes off and it looks like you've shat your pants in the shower and um, mm. it's, it's gross and the smell is weird. I don't, I don't care how many people go, well, I can hardly smell it. And you're like, it smells weird. It's chemically, it's weird. <laughs> uh, and that I think is what she's saying. The host is the first colour and it washes off. I have never heard it referred to the host. I don't take offence that Gina didn't know it's mm. called the host. I feel like Janet it's a little involved in it and who cares? It sounds like something that happens at a Scientology conference yeah. or a science fiction <laughs> convention where you wash the host off. Uh, maybe, maybe it's just what happens at the Miss America pageants. <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? <gasps> oh, gross. <laughs> it's very gross. Oh. Um, in her hero interviews, um, Janet is dropping some full-on bogan F-bombs, mm. uh, and I am loving it sick. I'm loving it when the ladies get unhinged, and Rochi is not holding back. She is absolutely all guns blazing at Lydia, it. cannot stand her. Um, there is nothing to be gained except Jackie and I will get desperately hurt. <laughs> I just – do you believe – do you – in your heart of hearts, believe mm-hmm. that this is a good path for them to be taking. This p- poking the bear, the Lydia, the Rochi, uh, the Rochi, and oh, sorry, <laughs> with Lydia doing this. You sound so much like it. Oh. So much. You got to go deep. Do you think? This, do you think this is going to work? <sighs> Look, I, I I think it's going to bring some conflict, mm-hmm. uh, and interestingly. Um, because in the interviews that Nick and I did at the start of the season, there was Janet and Sally and uh, Jackie that came to Bris Vegas. Right. So we got to speak with them individually and as a group. Right. Uh, and in having the conversations, Janet and Jackie both confirmed that they are tighter than ever, oh. the bestest of buddies, and that some of the stuff that happens this season, they were absolutely outraged over. Really? And I know that people might suggest that, oh, but that just they're just helping feed the story. These ladies aren't hired for their acting ability. No. Um, it is pretty straightforward and straight up, and particularly when we see Jackie unleash uh, on the social medias every Wednesday night during the episodes, she's not holding back. Mm. She is calling a spade a digging implement, and she's ready to put it in Lydia's head. Well, look, I mean, and do you think so? Do you think Lydia should just back off? Do you think she's is she stirring too much for no reason? Then, if we know that. I think 100%. I think that Lydia is wanting to somehow gain some personal sense of uh, self-worth or um, some kind of uh, justification that she's in the right Mm. by manufacturing or pushing all these buttons around um, Jackie V. Janet, and that's not going to be a thing. Even when it comes to a head at the end of tonight's episode, as we saw, it was not a thing. Uh, Some very special words were said that I had to look up on the internet. Um, (laughs) You're so innocent. You're so innocent. <laughs> Please, can we talk about, oh, Gamble. I, I don't want to talk about this because I feel like this is another manufactured weird thing. Mm, but please, yes. let's just talk about the pain and hopeful, the hopeful pain, I'm going to call it, on yes. Jason Singh's face because is it all right if I transition to this because I'm desperate to talk about oh. it? What's go- Get set, everybody. We're on our oh, way. Oh, thank you. Um, and that song's been in my head. I was like, I know. Oh, okay. That's the song. Um, they had two two hit singles and that was one of them. What's the other one? Uh, it's something about flowers and kissing women. I don't know. Ugh, whatever. But he seems to have made mm. – now, do you think – not? I don't want to diss Jason because I, I love 
creative people. But he's got that home sure. studio. Do you think he's writing jingles? Mm. I want his backstory. I don't really care about Bang. Jan- What's her name? Campbell. Gamble. Jangles. <laughs> Jangles. Mr. Bo Jangles singing a bloody blues. <laughs> Oh, just oh. could give a shit. But the idea that I want to, I wanted to know more about him and that wee little fat dog. Yes. Oh, there was so much of the Jason Singh story that I would love to unpack uh, in that scenario. However, <laughs> Gamble drops a bombshell, and this is what got me. Uh, Gamble had a publishing deal what? as a singer songwriter, but her hearing went and it ruined her career. What? The actual. I'm fuck. going to need to see receipts. I need to see some more. Pe- I, I, <laughs> I need evidence because just a, we got photos. Uh, Isn't that no, not enough? No, just a couple of photos. There could be like her singing karaoke. I don't. Her holding a microphone. I just don't yes. think that's enough. And what is um? Oh, I'm so confused. I don't know. Because <laughs> it was great. Well, this is the tie-in for me. She had a publishing deal. Yeah. That means somebody thought that she was good enough as a writer and a performer yeah. to sign on the dotted line with her to get her to do some stuff. Now, as a woman who is about to publish two books, uh, are they self or have you signed a deal? No, I have self because I have self published because I have been through a publisher before and chose mm-hmm. for them not to take all my money this time. That's a great idea. That is indeed the problem, and it's no better in music, let me tell no. you. No. So, uh, look, I was very intrigued by this announcement because I have been wondering what she did what she did pre-Housewives because mm. it's been a couple of years, not to say she's old. Yes. But mm. I, I feel that there's been a, a journey, and I don't care, but I sort of do care. I want a little backstory in just two minutes. You know, I want to know what she yes. did to get to Wolfie. And uh, yes, the, the garden that they have, but you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think there's a song about it, isn't it? <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to hear a song. I don't want any more. By um, who who is the band? You know, the band where they all wore balaclavas. Um, those guys. I want to go with you on this, but I don't know what you're talking about. That's all right. There was an Australian band uh, that was made up of players from lots of other oh, famous Tism. bands. Tism. Thank you very oh, much. I love Tism. They had a great song exactly. In fact, you could say it was the Gamble Backstory song. Gosh. Not only, I'm, I sucked a lot of dick I to get this far. Oh, no. That was, I sucked a lot of cock. That was uh, Regurgitator. Oh, it was the Gurge. Apologies. God, I'm going back to the 90s, but I also like nice. Greg the Stop Sign from Tism. Look it up, guys. We're going <laughs> we back could. to the 90s. And if you want to fall down a great little YouTube hole, oh. uh, make sure that you look up. Um, go into YouTube and look up Hey Hey It's Saturday, Tism, <gasps> and watch the only performance of them performing on Hey Hey. Yes. It is incredible. There are about 50 people on stage at once does, at, at one point in the clip. Doesn't Daryl get really shitty? Yeah. Yeah, Daryl gets annoyed. Everything and they're banging the gong. They're doing. They're just walking around everywhere on the set. It's crazy town. Yeah, Daryl goes like angry dad, and he's like he shakes his head. I remember this. He shakes his head like, "Oh, you stupid idiots!" And then the irony is, Tism <laughs> are like university professors and stuff. Some of these dudes apparently. They, mm. Yeah, so it's like, come on, Daryl, you shake your. They should be shaking your head at you. Oh wow, I've gone. Where have we gone? Gamble. Yeah, we've gone down. Well, do we want to hear the song? No. Of course we want to no. hear the song. I was like, oh, please don't do this to us. It was awful. Oh. 
Oh, it was like pulling out, you know, the fake teeth that Gamble has in the front of her <laughs> choppers. Um, now, I just want to say at this point yeah. that this 12 Bar Blues romance song, oh, yeah. because she wrote it as a 12 Bar Blues because anyone can play that, yeah. uh, but she wants it to be romantic. Yeah. Um, this is a woman who had a singer-songwriter publishing deal. My God. Now, Jason is laughing, uh, and that's perfect because this entire segment is ludicrous. I think he finally caught on. How much do you reckon they got paid for this? <laughs> Not enough. He, I'll I I swear to you that exactly the same as him performing at Luke's 21st, Aww. where none of Luke's friends would have had any idea who he was, Aww. and in all of the time that we saw them on screen, they're singing original songs. Aww. He's got like a new album that he's trying to plug and that's all this is. I just, I want so much for him because, you know, we've all been there. I mean, I haven't, I wasn't mm. from Taxi Ride and I haven't done that. But I know that producers go, come on, it's going to be really great exposure for you. Yes. Um, but I don't know if seeing Gamble come and sing a 12-bar blues, a sad, sad 12-bar blues in your home mm. is really what you're expecting uh, out of the opportunity. Mm. Well, look, the important thing is that Jason tells her it doesn't suck, it's not romantic, and it's not good. So three from three. <laughs> it's pretty great. And then, I'll rewrite that later for you. Yeah, they offered a ghostwrite a song for the woman that had a publishing deal as a singer-songwriter. How good is that? Well, it's really good, and she's very lucky, but for unlucky for us because that means later on in this season – He's gonna. Oh, she's gonna perform she's gonna it, have she? to fucking perform this. Thing. We're gonna have to listen to her singing whatever, and and do a, probably a disservice to his songwriting. And we have to go through it all. Get your earplugs ready. Is this is this gonna be her meatloaf at the uh, at the AFL Grand Final moment? I think it might be. I mean, does auto tune is your friend? Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Well, I, I don't think there's enough computers in the world. I think they're all doing Bitcoin something. Uh, they won't have the time to come and auto-tune gamble singing. Too much, but too much. We'll get to hear it, I'm sure, at some point later in the season. I think it's time for us to get a reading. <gasps> oh, gosh. This, oh, I was so <laughs> stressed during this segment. I was so stressed because mm. I was sort of like, yes. I don't. As I said, I've qualified again. I don't necessarily believe or support this, but I was really worried yes. for everyone involved. I just wanted it to go right. Yes. I didn't want it to be traumatic. There's a lot. Of, I like when she starts scribbling a lot. What do you think? What yes. do you think? Look, I, I think it's very clear from the moment she's reeling off. Now, here's your pen. You've got to write down. I'm not going to remember anything. The angels speak through me, blah, blah, blah. She's done this and said that a so lot. So much. So a lot of people have come to Jackie for readings before. So much. We've even this is not the first one we've seen on the Housewives. We've seen others before. We have. Um, I did find some of the things she did falling almost deeper and deeper into like it was a comedy sketch about someone doing a reading, like swinging the dangling ring, um, and those kinds of things. Went. This is getting starting to get a bit weird and ludicrous. Um, and I say this as someone who loves Jackie to death. Sure. I think she's amazing. I don't buy into this stuff. Good on her. Knock yourself out. Uh, I thought there was some interesting stuff that she brought up that Sally was like, nobody knew this or this is a very interesting thing. I don't understand how this has come except through the angels. Uh, I love that Jackie's basically um, uh, spirit channeling these people and they're consuming her body. Uh, I couldn't get enough of hearing about um, uh, Grandma Ethel. Oh. 
um, telling Sally that she needs to cook more. That's just a gift from God and it only would have been better had Jackie done it in Grandma Ethel's oh, voice. I was waiting for it. I thought she was going to start speaking in tongues. I really did. <laughs> and then someone from Hillsong would turn up and hand oh, out a plate. Please. Um, oh, please. Did I say that out loud? Yikes, but I, uh, I'm with you. Do you think Google is Jackie's friend? Mm, look, I, 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 I want to give her um, – let's call it the benefit of the doubt in that she really believes and subscribes to all of this. I don't think that she's gone to Googling. I think she opens up uh, her mind and her body to be a conduit. And not only do we then get Ian, uh, the Sally's past husband, but we get P- uh, Ian's brother who's died, or is it her brother, Peter, brother. who sounded a bit pushy. Yep. Yeah, he was just pushy. Get out of the way, Peter. Chill out. We got um, uh, grandmas and we got mothers. Um and But then, and this was what I thought was either really consistent with every reading in the world or complete antithesis of every reading in the world, uh, Ian, according to the angels, Ian is telling Sally that he doesn't want her to grieve over him anymore mm. because she's she did it already while he was alive. Mm. Now, that's a big, big call. A lot of general stuff. And look, I agree. Mm-hmm. Watching, very entertaining. I was very nervous. Mm-hmm. And... <sighs> I don't know. It obviously meant a lot to Sally because even in her, her hero interview, she's crying yes, and tearing yes. up at recounting the situation. And she has banging earrings. Oh, okay. Can we just talk about the earrings? I, Please. I, 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 they're either very expensive, which I no doubt believe them to be, or she's just jumped. Oh, and probably in the Bloomfield and Weber catalogue, please. A hundred percent. And if you are thinking mm. about being on The Real Housewives, get some merch, get some accessories. I know I'm oh, planning yes. for the future. Um, she, uh, God, I love <laughs> Could you imagine me in The Housewives? Could you really? I, every minute of my body, <laughs> I'm, my, cell, my cells are crying out for you to come back to Melbourne and just become like the eighth housewife. Can I just say quietly and not, not name drop you or being gross, but um, – Mm. One of my besties, Julie Zamiro, uh, was here visit- <laughs> yes. was visiting us in London recently. And I said, uh, she, and look, it, she is not pro-housewife. She's not into it. Not mm. to put her in the yes. she just I don't think she's into it. She's never watched it. She doesn't really believe in it. But I love it, obviously. Live and breathe the housewife franchise. Watch too much of various things. And I said, gee, I'd love to. I need a lot more money and probably some <laughs> You know, they probably never touched me with a 10-foot pole, but I'm like, I would just think that would be so fun. And she's like, Alicia, I just, we need, I can't. She got really angry. She was. (laughs) A Zamiro intervention. She brought out something in her that I wasn't ready for. Like she was so (laughs) anti. And she's like, all those years you've worked and you've done all this, you know, you're professional. And And it, it was almost. Oh, God, it was amazing. And I love her so much and respect her so much. I probably Mm. uh, would never even be considered. But, geez, I think it would be so fun. I'd have to borrow a lot of clothes. Just even for a season. Oh, God, let's all just – what was I talking about? Sorry. The earrings. It feels like (laughs) she's popped a spotlight and bought some some tassels and a bit of DeMontes and stuck them together. Yes. They're like Dior's and they're two grand. I just couldn't tell. Yes. And look, I have I am on record as saying when it comes to fashion, I have no idea. I just look at something and go, 
that looks pretty or I don't understand it. Yeah, um, that's So fine. that looked pretty to yeah, me. I thought they were great and I love – she's bold and I think what really – you know, she's a classy broad. There's no doubt about it. And what I love is with the short hair, she can really turn it on with all the accessories. Yes. respect. I think it's very yes. fun. Yeah, no, she has the real opportunity with the fierce haircut to just be uh, the accessories queen when it comes to earrings because we just – you – you either make a mistake or you kill it. And so far, she hasn't made a mistake with the earrings. Well, can I just quickly sidebar uh, and talk about housewives' mm. hair in general? What do you think Please. about women over 40 with all this extra hair? How does that make you feel? Um, look, I'm of the opinion that it only really works because all of these women over 40, uh, and in Janet's case, 400, uh, have women turn up at their houses, men turn up at their houses, and do their hair before the cameras turn up. Like, really, Gina? I mean, is Gina really doing her hair that big herself I don't know. every I'm day? I'm about the back comb damage. Let's just say that. I look at it and think, I hope there's a lot of deep position <laughs> happening because to get that height takes a lot of back combing and, you know, respect, respect. Structural integrity. Oh. Like it a lot. puzzles me at night when you get in the shower to wash your face off and, you know, get your hair all settled down so you can actually put your head on the pillow, um, unless that's her angle, unless it's just she has a permanent pillow Maybe. stitched into the back of her head and uh, she just has to go, oh, the hair's done, lay down, oh, or it uh, sits on a foam um, oh, there could be a foam, head. there could be an, a piece. You can buy bits that to put in. Mm. But I just feel like I look at – I, I went from watching Melbourne Housewives last night to watching uh, Beverly Hills, and Beverly Hills also wow. has. I know I'm going from uh, phone money to phone money to big money, and uh, mm. I have so much hair except for Lisa Rinna, who's sticking with that haircut, and you know that's another conversation. But so <laughs> much hair, and I have tried to grow. I have really tried over the years to grow my hair long, and I've had hair clip-in hair and all this stuff, and I just look like I'm the creature mm. from the Dark Lagoon, but I just worry about these women moving into their later years and how good all this hair looks, really. I don't know. Well, have have a look at what happens when you go and get a new hairstyle, a la Gamble, oh the other gosh. episode. What happened? Where it's exactly the same. Yeah, I, I wanted more from that. I really did. And he was cutting a lot of well, hair. She should have gone a bob. Yes. Right? A bob would have been Sexy incredible because that would have been a new look. Oh, it would, And it would have evened it all out a little bit, a tiny little body. Oh, but yes. Oh. Now the 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 what do you call it? The reading with Jackie ends very well. She even gives Sally the chance to ask questions, which I was amazed at. Mm. Um, but they end. They it hug. It's all very lovely. Um, job well done. But there's no time for Sally to rest on her laurels. She's got a launch uh, that she needs to get all gussied up for and make happen. Alicia, yeah, it looked good. I would love to go to. I'd be happy to attend that launch. Oh, please. And if you did, uh, fitting into your new prospective housewives uh, ensemble, there would have to be lots of unnecessary walking down the street so that we can get you in the full-length outfits ready to then walk into the place. So much walking. It takes – And in big heels. It's clomping along. See, that's why I couldn't be a housewife because I really – I don't only own two pairs of heels. I'd have to really up my housewife game. (gasps) Lovely coats from Jackie and Janet. Lovely coats. Uh, and the welcome when they came into the place. Bloomsy, Roachy is all. <laughs> oh, you could have been slapping each other on the ass and giving someone a twoies. It could have been that good. But they did get those free sunnies. 
Yes. Oh, Jackie, darling, I'm always in the market for new accessories. <laughs> and at one point I thought she was talking about Ben. Um, it's, look, it looked like a fun party. Um, mm. Oh, how is it not a fun party when you've got E-Cup Jackie going to – I don't even know who she was talking to. I lost track. Um, I've never had a boob job. Ask my husband. You can come and touch them, said Jackie. Yeah, she was quite open to people, you know, doing a, a, a little touch test, which, you know, I don't know if it's great at a, at a business party. Do you think mm. – like. I always think about the extra people at these parties and yes. you know, they're, they're invited along, obviously said, we're going to film here tonight, mm. she's launching the – and is that the real launch? Who knows? But to hear these conversations, <laughs> and especially people yes. that aren't of the housewives world, who are maybe just Sally's friends or business people, mm. going, what the fuck is Yes, it? associates. What's going on here? What is she talking about? Motorboating at big boobies or whatever. I don't know what's happening here. It would be a strange experience. Yes. I would have to say that, yeah, this is definitely not the actual launch. This is the housewives launch uh, because how else do you get people to come along and have them sign the the, the waiver that allows you to film them uh, and insert it into the show? Uh, otherwise, that's not going to happen. Now, uh, just doubling back, when we met Jackie, I did get to give her a hug, uh, both front and side, oh, and I can confirm, very soft. Great. I, I have no doubt they're real boobies. Good time had by all. Uh, was the review, and I stand by it. <laughs> now, when Vanessa arrives, she also looks beautiful, uh, but Jackie is straight at her, you seem nervous. Yeah, well, she's feeling it, obviously. Mm. Well, I think she knows that there's going to be the, the photo gate showdown, and they are basically straight into it because we've got the three ladies who feel they've been slighted in Sally, uh, well, except for Gamble, of course, but at this point no one cares about Gamble because she's off being a singer. Um We've got Sally, we've got Janet, we've got Rochi, uh, ja- sorry, Jackie and Rochi, and Vanessa, yeah. the keeper of the photos. Yeah. Uh, and they, you know, Janet does the big reveal. Look, I've got the photos. How do you get away with? How do you get away with? Um, Janet, to Vanessa's face, you have lied, 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 lied. I love. How do you get away with Vanessa's that? Vanessa's just like, all right, darling, that's fine. Okay. She's deflect, deflect, deflect. I mean, let's. Break it down, though, for me, because I'm still a little mm. flummoxed, a bit perplexed about these photos of the photos. What What do you think if she did have ill means, ill ill sort of plans with these photos? Because yes. they're not like racy photos; they're just photos. There's nothing like about yeah, just people in houses. Yeah. So, what if if we if Vanessa was going to do something bad with them? Mm. What What on earth could she do with them? What would be the motivation? Well, that's the thing. I'm not sure that she was planning to do anything, and I don't think the girls were thinking that she was going to do anything we uh, like untoward with them. I think their concern primarily was, why does this woman that we barely know have these photos of us that she's denying having the photos? If she just came out up front and said, oh, yes, I have some photos. Rob, the photographer, gave them to me from our shoot that day. Remember the preseason shoot? We did all these things because – and I was having a look at them. You guys are in them. I'm in them. Like up front, you just front foot that. Mm. If you just went, yes, I have photos. I don't have them with me right now. Um, I wanted to see what I look like and I wanted to make sure that I remembered what you look like and your names so that when we met in real life, I'm not going to go, and you are again. Mm. It just feels a bit – But no. I just – I don't – I don't know. I don't know if I care and I feel like they need to put it to bed because it's – Which they it's do, right? done. It's good. 
they just don't care. In fact, they have all gotten over it probably quicker than all of us because Vanessa promises not to do it again. The four bury the hatchet and they all just move on yeah. with life. And it leaves us with Jackie and Vanessa comparing boobs. Which is nice. And um, now let's just quickly, can we talk quickly about Vanessa's money? <laughs> mm, can we please? Yes. <laughs> uh, on the housewife scale, do we believe real wealthy or we're going to be bankrupt in a few years wealthy? Uh, look, we're ve- Nick and I are very much of the opinion that she is new money. Yes. Uh, and like James, James, sorry, uh, Lord Thank James you. might be um, uh, like inherited old money. And certainly that's what we understand is the case. Right. But for Vanessa, she is new money. Right. So whether dad's made money and that's the, the new thing for her. So she's the child of someone who's made it well. Uh, and yeah, she is not coping, and thus we see these grotesque displays of how she feels she has to project her wealth onto yeah, people. It worries me a little bit, but you know, I, again, I I like to see all the different franchises to see, uh, especially mm-hmm. going back in time and watching some of the early seasons. Going, who went broke? Who genuinely had the cash, and who was just borrowing some mm-hmm. dresses? Yes, and I think that the one thing that they have managed to lay down with all of the Melbourne housewives is that they are remaining solvent. (laughs) Which is, you know, I've got that in. I'm solvent, so at least I've got that going for me in the future. Look at you go, Alicia Maddox, solvency, (laughs) correct. That's all we needed. Not big money, but I'm not in big debt either. No one's coming to reclaim (laughs) something I don't own. Maybe a couple of grand on the no, MasterCard, that's but it's right. something that's we fine. can work we can, off. We could certainly work well off, but uh, there's no Lamborghinis or uh, Maseratis coming into my future no. moment. Um, but there is a $200 charge for us sitting in the car while they film oh something. God, I keep thinking, oh, please, look, sorry. I keep going back to my production brain never stops watching these shows, yes. but I'm like, do you think she pretended she wanted to? No, a producer just rang and said, can we come and do an interview in a car? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> The, the whole the whole setup here is that you want to buy a car. So talk to him like you know what you want. It's saying you want a statement piece and we'll sit you in a car and we'll film it and then get out of there as quick That's as you done. can. We'll never see her ever again. <laughs> no, we won't. And for, as far as we're concerned, um, all she drives is a Toyota yeah, Echo. So she'll um, come back to the Echo and um, all will be fine. Yeah, please. And it's only the, the the ladies who have the cars that we get to see them drive it. Remember um, uh, last season, the season before, Chica and, and their new wheels that they gave for Chessie. Um, uh, you know, we got to see the rangy that uh, this year, just last episode, in fact, that Lydia has traded up to. Obviously, she's gotten rid of whatever the oh, other thing she had. She's now got a Range Rover. Yes. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, Gina just walks everywhere. She doesn't own a car. Because all I ever do is see her walk. Maybe she hops the tram. I reckon she hops the tram when the heels are too, like, pinching a little bit and she's getting from the court mm. to her inner city pad where she lives, we think, and um, walking those dogs. She's got to take the dogs out for poo. Please. I always think, does she have a pair of, you know, sensible take the dog out for a poo flat or do, is it always a heel and a cutoff dress? I just want to know. Yeah, I think it's always a heel, but I think she has a human that goes and takes the dog for poo. Uh, given that she did state last week that she hasn't been in a market for years, oh. uh, and last time I checked, that's where you get the food. I miss her assistant. I miss him so much. 
Oh, please, can we get him back? They, the straightest gay straight man oh, in the gayest world. It's phenomenal. Staring. If you haven't, if you if you're listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, last season featured quite heavily. Yes. I can't remember his name. Sorry, assistant. Ruprecht. <gasps> oh, we called him Ruprecht. Oh, that's beautiful. I miss him, and I was hoping with the fake town he'd just pop in, maybe do a bit of fake tanning. <sighs> That Gosh, would have made that segment How good while. could it have been if he'd walked in with one half of the front part of his body tanned and his back oh, not to show off how good heaven. it was? Absolutely heaven. Please. Now, they have gone very well. This is something I will give the production team very good on their sizzles. They're coming yep. up, uh, you know, up next. They are just selling us all of the steak again but not giving us uh, the punchlines. Mm. They're just letting it happen. Here, look, here's stuff that happens. Get ready mm. for it. There's lots that's going to mm. go on. And – Entree, Lydia and Gina. Mm. Delish. Which is marvellous in itself because at that point, somehow, just straight away the group fractures because Janet says, now, now, Vanessa, you and Gina and I have to go over here because Lydia and Jackie need to talk. Mm. Somehow, Vanessa made it about herself. I'm a wog and a proud wog. Now, she's Persian. I didn't think that Persians were wogs. You know, it's funny. I love being able to say wog because in living in London, you cannot use this word. It is not. It does not mean what we think it means. So, no, in London they call it Nick Giannopoulos out of work. Correct, because it is not a. I'm not getting into it, but it is not a good word. And uh, I went to work one day when I first came here. My oh no, well, I said it's very woggy, and people looked at me like, oh, what? Like, like let's go to HR sort of face. But then also. <laughs> And my dad, you know, like in old school Australian, when you get sick, my dad's oh. got this awful wog. And uh, not an appropriate. So when they said it last night, it was sort of freeing because I'm like, oh, that's what I know that word to mean. Again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. But um, I don't know. I, I suppose who decides who's in the woggy world? I don't know. If you are self-proclaimed wog, I say go for it. I support it. Yeah, well, she's certainly owning the wogness, but only as long as it takes for Gamble to arrive. Oh, and then you see Vanessa's lips become the thinnest in centuries. They purse so quickly, you would think that someone had stuck something up a shrinker. Oh. Like, just, right, Gamble's here. And uh, Gina's making fun of Gamble's weight, Gamble's over it. And then the big reveal of the picture from the birds, Alicia. Mm. So I don't know if Tippi Hendren was ever expecting – is she still alive? I feel like she's not alive anymore. Oh, Quickly, let me Google Tippi Hendren. Um, I don't know if that was in her sort of career trajectory. Uh, Tippi Hendren, she is still alive. She's 87 years old. My God. Oh, my God. Da- daughter, Melanie Griffith, obviously. Um, I don't know if that was – what she, you know, in a Hitchcock film, if the end point is being in Real Housewives of Melbourne, I don't know if that would have necessarily no, been as a punchline, yeah. <laughs> no less. I wonder if anyone called her and went, "By the way, Tippy, there's an image of you this week being used in Housewives <laughs> of Melbourne um, of your groundbreaking." And Vanessa reveals this yeah. picture as if she has just stood in front of the jury and said, "I would like to bring your attention to Exhibit B." Yeah, I don't like the. I don't like when they're ready for it like this. It annoys me, actually. Mm. I feel like she's playing the game too hard. I just want them to be normal. Yes. Stop bringing out, as the housewife uh, receipts, I stop bringing out the shit from your handbag. I don't care. 
Yeah. Unless someone is going to bring out the receipt from lunch and go, Gamble, you didn't pay for your two glasses of champagne. I'm not interested. I'm fine with that. But I just feel like it's a bit like, uh, all right, so you knew they're all going to be there. You're going to pull out this photo. Yes. What ifs? Whatever, Vanessa. I mean, it's <laughs> from Gamble's perspective, it's obviously yes. a joke. Uh, this picture could never be Vanessa. No. She'd never dress that oh, well. That was a burn. Boom. Boom. Oh, straight away. It was the mic drop of all of them. Now, she then went on to say that she used the image in other jokes. Yes. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, in other jokes they may have worked. I don't think it's worked in this case. In this case, it sounds like an assault. Wait, what? I didn't quite get the joke. I mean, I love jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all, Alicia? Wasn't, I don't, you know, it's a, uh, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get any of it. I felt like mm. a bit of a nana sitting there going, no, what's going look, on? What's happening? Someone explain it to me. Uh, yeah, well, look, this is the thing. I don't think Gamble gets no. jokes either um, because clearly her attempts at continuing to do jokes. And this is a girl, a, a woman, pardon me, who has, um, uh, by her own admission, Done stand up. Yeah, I don't know about that. I I will go back to the publishing deal. I don't. There's a lot I don't know about. I just I sort of want someone to put together a bit of a Wikipedia page where I can get a bit more evidence mm. for these things. All we heard from Vanessa is that she just wants an apology. She's waiting for an apology. When will Never. there be an apology? You're going to have to keep waiting, girlfriend, because there is far more interesting things happening and that is Jackie and Lydia talking and Jackie Gillies is saying I just want to move on I thought we'd sorted this out let's just get on with life but that's not what Lydia wants she really wants to just uh, stir that pot a little bit more well the revelation that like because they they cut back to some of the scenes from I think it was the end of season last year where the the Shane Warne accusations were made and um, you know, that, that, that uh, Jackie and Ben, where she brought up, Jackie and Ben were told to lie mm. on Lydia's behalf that, no, no, she wasn't the only one left in the room with Shane when they left. Um, and Because Lydia was saying, that's not the case. If I'd had an affair, do you think I'd still be with your partner? And I'm thinking, what, the partner that is just completely passive-aggressive <laughs> with you over pretty much everything, you know, it sounds like he's really happy with his relationship with you at the moment. So... And that was new information, and and I had to go back and have a little Google because I thought, oh, have we heard this before? And I've missed it. But no, they this was they just dropped that one in there, the lying thing. So yes. I see. I mean, there are levels to it. Um, well, th- so many levels. I mean, Lydia insists that Janet has been gossiping about Jackie. Jackie doesn't buy it. Lydia reports stuff that only Jackie and uh, Janet would have known. Something about Chica and Jackie getting upset at their tr- in their trip to France last year or whatever. Uh, my whole comment on this entire process was that Lydia is a spineless coward. Wow. Wow. That's heavy, man. She is. Mate, she is totally going them. She's not prepared to back down. And this is what I love about Jackie. For all of her faults, for all of her foibles, her loudness, her boobs, shine it up, whatever you want to call it, she calls Janet over straight into the middle of this viper's nest. Uh, Lydia proclaiming her innocence and saying that she's right. Jackie confronts it straight out. Lydia says that Janet is in denial and Janet says that Lydia is making shit up. Which we think she might be. Well, let's. how much do you think she might be? Janet is ready to explode. Jackie's ready to unload. And all we get is Janet going, you are a sea bomb. You are a see you in the Northern Territory. I cannot handle you. 
blah, 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 something that rhymes with shunt. Um, it is bang, 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 straight to a f- And they beeped it too, but they did something that they rarely do on the housewives. They left just enough of the first letter and enough of the last syllable so that if you weren't reading lips, you could work yeah. it out for yourself yeah. anyway. I, I, do you think it's, it's probably not a first for housewives, but it certainly was very enjoyable. And only Australians can really get away with saying it in that way. Yes. Oh, I, I had a, this conversation with just someone the other day, how the, the C-bomb is a word that in most of the rest of the world is is like still upper echelon of swearing you don't say it, mm. it's offensive. Uh, within particularly the comedy community, though broadly in the Australian vernacular, uh, you can walk up to someone, slap them on the back and go, g'day, see you in the Northern Territory. And uh, everyone smiles and happies and you hand them a beer and we're having a great time. It's a fun word and um, I'm bringing it back. Can I just say, and you might have to bump it for Mm -hmm. me here, but the Erica Girardi from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has a great necklace that says cunty. And they did not cover it up. They let the, when she said it, because it wasn't said in malice, it's just, it was a like a a necklace. And all of the... Yes, it's like, yeah, a it was like a brand, and it's now sold a lot of necklaces now for whoever made the necklace. But the housewives <laughs> were all a bit confused because it wasn't said in you know it wasn't said in anger. It was a fun thing, and she sort of said, yes. um, you know, she's made it her own, and and it said it's a, you know when you're a little bit sassy and a little bit a bit of a jerk, but uh, in a fun way. So uh, you know, I mm. think we should reclaim the word, but don't say it in malice. Say it in fun. No, <laughs> well, that's exactly how. Mate, Janet was unloading this with all of the venom and malice that she could yes. muster in her 700 years yeah. on this world, at throwing it all at Lydia. Um, and, and, look, I think we've only ever had one other C-bomb scandal, uh, in, and that was in Sydney um, this earlier this year oh, yeah. where uh, that was the, the source of controversy because somebody said it and they bleeped it and we didn't get to hear what they actually said, but all we could make out was that they called someone called someone mm. a shunt. Mm. Uh, and uh, we have to get on with life. But <laughs> there's no getting on with this because Janet is just furious. Um, Jackie is livid with Lydia. She's angry and teary angry. This is a Jackie we never get yes. to see. And she walks out. She's gone. She's pushed button. Buttons have been pushed. She's out of there. Did she get the goodie bag on the way out? I don't know. Will someone deliver it to her? Mm. Unsure. I suspect I would be so. Chasing for those free sunnies and possibly a clutch. Oh, and those earrings, if they're yeah. in there, that's for sure. Now, the first that the other ladies see is that Janet has gone out all teary as well. After giving Lydia what for a little bit more, she's gone out to find Jackie. She's teary as well. End mm. scene. Now, this is huge news because in all of the promos leading up to this fight, they cut it very well and made it look like that Jackie was unloading on Janet. And what we got was the truth was these two girls, Rochi and Gillies, absolutely giving uh, uh, Lydia what for, as they rightly should have, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, Looking forward to seeing where this this goes, although I feel like I know where it's going to go. I think we have a pretty good idea because next time on The Real Housewives of Melbourne, Lydia doesn't get invited to Jackie's birthday party, which looks like quite the knees up. Um, Chica is back again for a woman that wanted to walk away from the franchise in six episodes. She's been twice. Uh, And the other big boiling fight, Gamble and Vanessa, uh, that arcs up again. And I'm hoping, above hopes, that we might see – uh, one of the first cases of real actual violence between housewives. Well, I mean, we can 
Oh, we can only hope. Um, no, well, yeah, we can only hope. Basically, <laughs> we can hope. Well, I mean, I don't know where we are anymore. Well, look, here's what I want: I want Bruce back. I want mm-hmm. more Figaro. Oh, please! And um, I don't. Do you care about Jackie's cooking? <laughs> Oh, uh, Lydia's Lydia, cooking. Jesus, sorry, Lydia. Oh my God, I went to a weird place. Or oh, Jackie's cooking. I don't think Jackie cooks. Um, Lydia's <laughs> cooking. Do we care no, about Lydia's cooking? No, I don't cooking? think she cooks either. No, look, I think we don't really care about Lydia's cooking. In fact, I, all I hope we do see is her trying to do yes. a test run of her cooking school with some of the housewives and it being a just dramatic mm. failure. Um, I don't think that'll be the case, but that's what mm. I want it to be. Uh, I definitely think we need to send in SEAL Team 6 and get Figaro the hell out of there. That poor guy is suffering from Stockholm Syndrome like we've not seen before in we any animal. We business shirts for um, that dog because he's a small dog, but there's so oh. many like shirts that I would actually wear. <laughs> he's a whippet, isn't he? What is he? Some kind of small well, racing dog. And uh, Or, yeah, he's, I don't know what he is, but he's got a lot of shirts, uh, business shirts, college shirts. Yes. And I'm like, where? I don't, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe she should be selling those and not doing cooking classes. Whatever it's doing, it's taking away from precious time for him as an accountant. Oh, my God. Uh, that he really <laughs> – he's probably the one that does Lydia's books. I reckon he does. And uh, – I've got so many questions about Andrew and his business. Mm. But look, I think it's all going fine. Yes. They, they just tolerate. Yeah. I'm sure. Andrew's business is going fine because he's throwing every waking minute of his <laughs> life into that business and not being in the home of Lydia, that's for sure. And he's, he's stockpiled the sausage rolls, so he just has to come in and eat the sausage rolls late at night when he comes home from the office, mm. and then uh, they go their separate ways. Yeah, he just takes him into the fridge, the freezer in the office. There's a whole shelf full of Tupperware, full of Andrew's sausage rolls. That's got masking tape on the side. Andrew, says Andrews, do not this touch. Is my life source. I need this. <laughs> Gosh, who is your best on ground, Alicia? Who stood out for you tonight? Oh, Moji, the dad. <laughs> <laughs> just walking in, looking completely yeah, unprepared for what he was facing. With this weird shit that he had to go. What is going? Who are these people? <laughs> I mean, my leather jacket and my high, my zippy hoodie thing. I what's go? I thought I was just coming mm. to pick something up or return something to IKEA or whatever. What's going on? Okay, yep. I'm doing this. I yeah. Yeah, no. nobody knows. And um, the hotel that allowed people to come in and get spray tanned. I don't know if that's not. Yeah, it's the a Vincent. Vincent. Oh, well done, the Vincent for allowing that. That's a weird call that someone's made. And, um, yes, I'm pretty sure they didn't even know that it happened. <laughs> Someone just booked a room. They don't know what for. <laughs> was under a pseudonym. They left without cleaning up on without pain. What's that smell? I can smell a host. What is that smell? <laughs> smell a host. It sounds like a weird yeah. alien spinoff. It's where Ridley Scott should have taken it. We have to wash off the host. <laughs> we cannot wash off the host. Just get in the shower and don't let it touch the sheets. <laughs> what was the high point and what was the low point of tonight's oh, app? Okay. I think high point for me were uh, Sally's earrings and her mm. I think the high point was Sally not – I was really worried for Sally in that reading and I think she left – I, I felt <laughs> yes. genuinely concerned for her mental health and her emotional health. Mm-hmm. And I think she left actually feeling really good. So good on Jackie for yes. however she did it. Uh, I congratulate her. <laughs> that that room's always good. a little bit dark and weird, the reading room. Um, and 
Oh, the reading room. It's crazy. Have you seen some of the stuff that's on the side table next to the person that's getting the reading? There's a big, like, porcelain J and there's a there's a Catholic Jesus on the cross. There's a lot of mixed and, messages. Um, a lot of mixed messages. Yeah, and little ceramic angels. I don't know what's I happening. I don't know either. I, I, but I feel like I just wanted to open those blinds and let some light and air into the room. But anyway, um, my The oh, angels bring let, the light. Oh, yeah, of course they do. Shine, shine, shine. Um, low point. The Ben yes. doing the urine thing. <laughs> it was fairly graphic, overly he so. Sh- sh- uh, he and- made that noise. And I was like, oh, no, stop. And then Sally he seemed to join in. It's like, stop it. Both of you stop it. I reckon Sally was having way more fun in this entire season than anybody gave her credit for because she's just like, none of this is real. I'm just going to get on board, take the money and run. And and also promote the Bali Hotel, which you know they're all going to go to later in the season. Oh. Well, we did oh. ask this in oh. the interviews. I think it was off uh, off channel, off mic. Uh, and we said, so you know, where's the trip this year? Is it to Bali? Because Nick, to her credit, had done a lot of research, knew that um, Sally owned uh, a, a yes, resort yes. in Bali. What? No, they don't go to Bali. They go to somewhere in the Mediterranean, darling. Uh, okay. Well, look, I like a European vacay, but I also think a little quick, just mm. a little quick flight to, you know, like a Jetstar flight to Perth. Oh, You're on it. It's done. A cheeky Denpasar, if we can. Well, that feels like a waste. Guys, if I was producing this gig, I'd be sending them yeah. to Bali. It's also it's inexpensive and it feels like a very good promotional activity for Sal. The problem is that the uh, volcanoes oh, have been causing quite hell. the problem. I forgot about the volcanoes. Bloody volcanoes. I'm disconnected from this. So they have made travel to Bali be less um, oh. regular than most Bogans would want. That's a real shame. That's a real shame for Sally. Well, she'll pick it up. She'll be fine. She's got the other four businesses, so she'll be fine. <laughs> That's right. She's got, you know, people running things. She's got financial accountants making sure that stuff happens. Whereas Jackie just has the angels telling her what to say when she stands up in front of 1,200 people who pay good money to come and do uh, a booty competition. And Yeah, and she's got those two women who I just sort of vision putting the stage over there. Oh. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, no, I was feeling that as well. Yeah, no, it really clashes with what I thought because you, you've got such a strong oh. energy, Jackie, and uh, – Whatever you think is right, we'll agree with it. What are your highs and lows? Uh, look, I was very, very um, high on the conflict. I love a good showdown, and we got uh, we got it in spades <laughs> with ja- Janet and Jackie v. Um, Lydia um, to the point where I felt at, at one sec, I thought that uh, Janet was just going to, like, street fighter, just KO her right in the face uh, and sort of walk out in her Russian military outfit yep. with the hat. And uh, just dust for done you, these bitches. Uh, I thought that's all we were going to get out of this. Um, low point, look, I, I would probably say it was not sitting down to tell Dad something that he should have been sitting mm. down to hear uh, with mm. Moji. Like coffee and chocolate is lovely, but we don't just stand around the table and yeah. make it casual. This is a very serious – if you're concerned that Dad's going to be upset because you've cancelled you know, the wedding, which means the deposit he's paid for the reception is now null and void – don't make the man stand yeah. up. I felt a little bit like he was coming around to do an odd job, to fix a curtain rail or something. <laughs> it almost was like if it wasn't for the fact that Rebecca and Vanessa both recognised him so wonderfully, it could have been any schmo Just they found dude. down the market. Just going, listen, could you pop in? Yeah. We've got to do a quick announcement. Don't sit down. Don't sit down. <laughs> 
just play along. It'll be fine. They'll call you dad. Yep. Run It'll with it. It'll be all right. The end. Mm. Good, good highs and lows. Oh, well, there's some great stuff coming. Who doesn't want to see Jackie's birthday party? That's going to be um, amazing. I, mean, I want to go. I would want to be involved. Please, yeah. can we? Bloody hell. And we know we're going to get the Shine It Up conference at some point this season. So there's lots of coming. And I am expecting an absolute cracker of a reunion show, um, despite Alex Perry's involvement with Janet and Jackie v. Lydia, because that has not simmered. That is still bubbling in the yeah, worst of ways. I think it's ways. only going to get worse and worse. Um, I really – there's moments of last year's reunion I play to friends who don't believe how much <laughs> Australian <laughs> Housewives kicks off. Uh, and there's a, a, yeah. my favourite scene is there's a thing where Alex Perry just sort of sits. He starts to yell because he can't – they're like, I'm fucking around, they're yelling like, like chooks yeah, yeah. and then he sort of says oh, for fuck's sake can you all just shut the fuck up and it's like <laughs> i love andy cohen but there's no way he would ever yell at his ladies like that um and i no, that's cried right. and roared with laughter and it made me miss home so much so in you know Qantas, yes. you still call australia home and all that sort of rubbish but they should just play that on the plane <laughs> as you're flying <laughs> to australia and you're like oh yeah i know where i'm home i still call australia home <laughs> Alicia, like you're a producer, I'm an ideas guy. I want to pitch this idea to you. I reckon we should do this, and then we should pitch it to Qantas. Every airline is looking for some kind of cut through for their safety demonstration <laughs> video these days. They want it to stand out. Oh. Air New Zealand have got they're doing the Hobbit, they're doing the rugby team, they're doing it painted on clothes, all those things. All Qantas need to do is just get the housewives and Alex Perry just absolutely going each other uh, and in the middle of it, make sure you're wearing a seatbelt and then someone says something and they say angry things and someone has a go. Oh, it would be spectacular. I have a feeling Alex Perry may have designed over the years some Qantas outfits or Virgin or something. I'm sure he's been associated. I feel like this is a real winner for us. <sighs> what a tie-in. The synergy, I can feel oh, it bubbling. Just I'm I'm excited. I feel like this is good. I feel like this will go viral. Um, yeah, yeah, yes. really good, really good. More, more viral. Just make it viral from the start. <laughs> um, so good. I, I was just googling while we were talking. Then Jackie Shine It Up conference, um, and, and to yes. see if it's actually happened yet, because there's there's some weird stuff here. It's time to sparkle, Australia! Exclamation mark. Shine it up in capitals <gasps> is heading your Shine way. Australia's highest profile psychic, Jackie. Oh my gosh. <gasps> So wow. I think everyone should Google it. Um, I would like to see some sort of group activity of everyone going along to one of these things. Oh, yes, indeedly doodly. Uh, Nick and I launched uh, our idea unofficially at the end of the last episode where we're going to do an Unreal Housewives of Melbourne right. tour uh, where people can come and we will go and traipse around some of the haunts that the women have frequented this year. We'll have a high tea. We'll get a couple of the housewives involved. It will be a fun old time in that Melbourne That sounds town. like. Now, if we could tie oh. that in with a shine it up. Oh, well, look, I want to click on this. It's going to make a noise. Quickly, let me click. And if you hear a noise, everyone knows it. Hang on. Go. It's the Shine It Up conference. Oh, God, it's going through my headphones. Um, shine It Up's heading your way. More information. Is there a link? There's no link. <gasps> Hang on. I've got a link. <gasps> Quick, sorry, this is not very good podcasting, but we're working right. together. This is great <laughs> podcasting. 
We're on all on edge. <laughs> tickets, sales tickets. It's loading. It's loading. Book a reading. Yep. Shine it up tour. Let's go. Click it. Oh, come on. God, there's not very fast with this shit. Oh, it's gone to some sort of. <laughs> Aren't you living in the place? No, where their websites to celebrate the launch of Shine It Up tour. The song Shine It Up featuring Jackie Gillis has been released. <gasps> well, you know what's playing on the outro of this podcast. Oh yes, um, it's the national tour. They're not giving a lot of information. You've just got to register for VIP. I think you'll be doing that today. She's hey, taking. Watch it- me go. To 14 cities across the country to spread her words of wisdom, celebrate life, and share her unique gift and urine. All over you. She's going to share her unique gift all over you like it's confetti, but it's not confetti. That's Um, the joke. Great. Well, look, I Um, I would like to hear more investigations from you about this tour, and uh, if I was in the country, I would also be attending. I definitely think there'll be investigations, not just by us. I suspect that uh, Karen Fair will get involved <laughs> at some to, point. Just to finish up um, here uh, for this, imagine Tony Robbins meets Ellen meets John Edwards meets Oprah. That's a lot wow. Of that's a so lot of meets. Too, I think maybe one too many, but she's going for it. And there's a very flattering photo of her looking gorge. I oh, would hope so. Well, look, that's a veritable charcuterie plate uh, of personalities meeting uh, well, in one person. Uh, it, uh, it's exhausting. It's so amazing. Much it's so much shine. Much Alicia Maddock, thank you so much for popping in and being our phone Nick um, this wonderful episode of the Unreal Housewives podcast. How do people get to connect with you they on the internet? They can simply visit com, where they can do as much Google stalking and uh, – whatever they want to do there. And if you're getting married, check out my podcast and buy my books. High quality content, people, particularly if you are uh, a Muriel or someone that is actually getting married. Um, it's a very good thing. I am 100% behind it uh, because if nothing else, we need to have brides that are just a little well, bit yes, more Well, yes, look, relaxed. it's all about the industry and people are being jerks. Uh, you know, it goes back to pressure, obligation, all that stuff, and we just like to help people get rid of it all. Mm. So good. Mm. So good. Uh, I am Steve Mock. You can find me uh, at that on Twitter, on uh, what else? Insta and Snapchat. Of course, we're on Facebook, the Unreal Housewives podcast. Uh, you can get this podcast or either listening to it on the Facebook page or on Decider TV or on your Google Play or iTunes. We're so glad that you popped in. Thank you for uh, those that are leaving reviews. I do hope I've managed to make this not as breathy as before. I think I've worked out the technical issue. No more heavy breathing. I cannot tell you, though that uh, I've managed to stop talking over Nick or even Alicia because that's I not I don't think thing. if that's people's problems, stuff them. It's natural conversation. Just did it then. Well, See, every, it's natural conversation. Every, I know, but people want – they have high-quality expectations out of the free podcast. <laughs> uh, and to them I say maintain those high-quality expectations and you will not find them met here. That's just how it is. The Unreal Housewives podcast uh, is a bunch of fun. Thank you for joining us every episode. We do this and then after the actual episode, there is a live discussion and analysis on our Facebook page where I believe we might be having the bride chiller herself joining us for this video chat this very Wednesday night, which if you have missed it, if you're listening to this podcast, jump over to the Facebook page and watch it. You should definitely do it. And geez, I hope I can get out of work sneakily to do this. If not... You'll see Mulks on his own. 
what's going to be great is if you do and then someone walks in on you in the middle of it. That will be better than you not turning up. Oh, we will see. We will see. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Alicia Maddox, thank you. Thank you for joining us. And in no way can I uh, push on to you the great words of the 700-year-old woman herself, Janet Roach, because there is no way that you are a shunt. (laughs) Shine, shine, shine.